y'all. It's your girl, the Insane Genius. And welcome to the Let's Keep It Real podcast for all you new listeners out there. And I'm with my co-host, the one and only, <clears throat> Richardson. <clears throat> What's up, everybody? What's <laughs> up? <laughs> so how you doing, Richardson? Um, I'm doing good. <laughs> I'm blessed. Highly favored. And God woke me up. <laughs> for the people in the back. <laughs> yeah, I can sing, y'all. I can sing. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, little Patty. So what had happened was we was doing good recording for us to do it over again because we don't know what the hell happened that our whole recording was deleted. Podcast gone. Like that hurt our heart. Yes. So we're gonna try this again one more time. Okay. So this topic, the first one we're going to start with is, can you date a man that doesn't assist you financially but really loves you? Okay, I feel like this is like a hard one. Like this is it's, it's, it's kind of tough. But my feelings on it, my true feelings on it, if I find somebody, you know, that really loves me, you know, and he's... You know, and he isn't financially stable, you know, but he's a man that's trying to, you know, get him, get himself and his life together. You know, I feel like, of course, you know, I'm able to be with him. But and that's, you know, in the beginning, you know, that I will be, you know, trying to see, you know, where his head and, you know, what he's planning on doing with with himself and his life. I mean, what you should already come, not ready made, but, you know, you should already come with, you know, some things. Uh, uh, with some things accomplished mm-hmm. now if it was a man that you know we met each other got to know each other a little bit and it's like I see that he's not trying to do anything with himself or he's not trying to you know make a better life for me for us you mm-hmm. know I, I just can't adios partner I'm sorry <laughs> adios adios Benito get your ass on Vamoosh. and no and like we said before, before we got really deleted, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that be that's the problem with a lot of women. Like they accept that, and I feel like some men come into the relationship like that already. Like, oh well, I don't have to do nothing because I did it before all this time, you know. Right. So what's the point of changing? Right. So, you know, they likes to they like to bring that into. A new relationship, you know, right. and it's like just because you somebody before tolerated this with you, with you, don't mean that the next person gonna do the same. Exactly, <clears throat> you know. And I mean, change, change. I mean, change can be good. Change can be bad. You know, you mm-hmm. just have to, you know, be willing to, you know, step out, you know, on faith a little bit as far as making some changes in your life when it comes down to the man or the woman that, you know, you want to be with and, you know, that you're in love, you know, whatever the situation or situationship may be. Right. And, you know, as far as on the financial, the financial side, my thing is, why would you not want to sit here and help build with this person if this is who you want to spend the rest of your life with right and so piggy all the way back 
I feel like a man who comes into a relationship that's not financially stable, you know, that makes me go back to how you was raised by your parents. Right. If you was in a two-parent home, a single-parent home, you know, that should have been instilled in you, you know, that that's part of being a man. Right. You know, being a man, being an adult, you know, that you have to want to, you know, do for yourself, do for more. Because, you know, this is something that I noticed with my brother. Mm-hmm. He expects for things to be handed to him. Okay. And I'm like, that's not how it works. We all had to crawl before we walk. Right. You know, you mad because you don't have the money that both your sisters have and stuff. But you have to see the sacrifice, all that that we did. We when we want something, mm-hmm. we said we put our mind to yep, it and we and go, go and it. get it. Exactly. You're not doing that. You expect for everything to happen. Okay. You had your down, your down spiral, mm-hmm. and you know things not working. But that's when you should have been like, you know what? I want this call, right? So let me sit here and do what I need to do to get this call, right? Oh, I want my own place, right? Let me sit there and do this, okay? I know I gotta crawl before I walk. So if you have to start at you know working fast food or whatever, I had to do it, mm-hmm. you know. You have to start somewhere to get to where you need to be at. Exactly. And a lot of people sit there, don't take that into consideration. Like, you have to sit here. Sometimes you got to crawl before you walk, you know. Right. That's part of life. Yeah. You don't want to do it. Most definitely. But it's going to pay off. Right. You know. And And to, 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 to touch on what you were saying about, you know, how, you know, men were raised or, you know, well, you know, from young boys to, you know, young men, how they, and how they were raised and everything. I mean, you have some, you know, men that, um, you know, were in homes and weren't taught anything, you know, but at the same time in the same, in the same token, a man shouldn't let that, a man or woman shouldn't Mm -hmm. let that define them. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Because that's where you should want to take and break the cycle. Right. You know, and do better than, you know, what you were taught or what you went through or what you learned in the past or even what you didn't learn. You know, Mm -hmm. you should feel like, hey, you know, I want to better myself. You know, I want to, you know, um, I want to break the the generational curse, you know, and I want to do better. You know, there's better out here for me. Right. You see what I'm saying? So. And girl, let's talk about this generational curse. Mm-hmm. I've been hearing a lot of people sit there talking about, oh, because I don't want to sit there and be like my parents when they sit there accept this and that into a relationship, but they be still doing the same thing. That yeah, because what they have to realize is you are a reflection of mm-hmm. your parents. I'm not saying that you're going to do everything. You're going to be exactly like them or do everything that they do down to a T. But that's where it comes. I mean, where I came in and said, you know, it's up to you to want better. It's mm. up to you to do better. You know, there's, you know, things, there's um, uh, education, um, uh, money, and businesses. That's that's out there for everybody to get. Right. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, there's money out here to be made. There's educations out here to get. You know, a lot of stuff. You just you gotta, just gotta, you gotta you go and go, you gotta do. You right. gotta go get it. You gotta make sacrifices. Go get it. Go get your blessing. <laughs> girl, I know that's right, that part, girl. It's your time. And that's the thing. See, you singing that song. I started when that song first came out. Go get it by Mary Mary. That's after I had Taylor and mm-hmm. started exercising, mm-hmm. but I had used it as a motivation, a motivation you know, song. just to hear it over and over. Like if I feel like, you know what, this is tired, getting me tired. Mm-hmm. I'm the girl. I still listen to that song. Just listening to "Go Get It." It's like, 
go get your blood. Let me get my ass up and go get that blessing, you know. Mm-hmm. Let me get up and go sit there and do this, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like you have to sit there. You don't have to have people to motivate you. Be your own motivation. Right. You know, if you sit there and feel down, whatever, and you feel like you can't, you know, you just not going to make it. Like I said, don't look for nobody to motivate you. Mm-hmm. It'd be good when you sit there and motivate yourself. Be like, ooh, I did it. And he'd be like, yeah, bitch, I did that. You right, know? right. But, uh, girl, yeah. I mean, so it's I- not a thing that, you know, I mean, as far as the, the motivation part, it's like, I feel like this. If you motivate yourself, I'm not saying that you shouldn't take motivation from anybody or you shouldn't right. wait for it. But... If you motivate yourself and you believe in yourself, everything else will fall into yes. place. Preach. Everything else will fall into place. Preach. You know, you know, and it, that make you want to be a better person, mm-hmm. you know, because you motivating yourself, you know, that makes you see, feel, and know that you're a strong person. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So And stay away from negative Nancy's. Oh, yes. Oh, Child, yes. you sit there here one negative Nancy because why you won't do this or why you should do it, girl. No, bitch, you know what? You can't be around me. I'm sorry, but you can't be around me no more. Exactly. Don't call me and be like, oh, why you don't talk to me no more? Why? You so fucking negative. Mm-hmm. Why would I waste my time even having you around? You know, I'm trying to have this positive energy. energy yeah. And the negativity mm-hmm. gotta go. Yeah. You know, it's like, girl, I, it's like I don't understand that with people. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you sit there, see your friend want to do this, don't talk them down. Exactly. Don't talk down on them any of that, you know. If they want to do this and, you know, it's something big that'll help them out, encourage it. Yes. You know? All this being negative and stuff, you know, this is pointless. And, you know, it's like you have really have to sit there and evaluate and see who you oh, need yes. in your circle and who oh, don't yes. need to be in your circle. Most definitely. I mean, and, you know. We all, every time we talk on the phone, mm-hmm. even if we feel have that feeling against each other, like we feel like, okay, this person fell down, we still motivate each yeah. other through the phone. That's you know, right. it's not going to be no dull moment. We're going to be, no, what, friend, I'm going to pray for you. Or sit there and speak it into existence, right. you know? Right. So right. it's like you having all these positive people around you helps out. Mm-hmm. You know, weed out the negative Nancys and yeah. stuff. And when you want to be negative, I mean, that says a lot about mm-hmm. you and how you, all feel, the time. how you feel about yourself. You know, it is it clearly states that, you know, you're miserable, right. you know, you don't have anything, you know, going for you. So I, I, I feel like when you when you want to be negative towards anybody, just start taking a step back and looking at yourself. You and know and what? A life. lot of people don't want to do that. Right. Because they just swell. That, oh, there's nothing wrong with me or whatever. Yes, because one thing, too, with the whole being negative stuff, if all your friends saying you negative, bitch, you the problem. Right. <laughs> right. You the problem. Oh, and yes. you just don't want to see it, but you are the problem. Oh, yes. And I never forget that this was when I was young for Bible school. Mm-hmm. The lady who, Bible school, girl for uh, revival. Revival. Okay. The lady, the guest speaker, she was sitting there saying, she like, she always had this friend that was just so negative. Mm-hmm. So when she moved into her new house, she blessed the house. Mm-hmm. And the friend came over. And the friend couldn't step foot into her house. She was like, I don't know why, but it's like something is like mm-hmm. stopping me from coming in the house. She was like, I won't come in, but I just can't come in. Mm-hmm. That is the power of prayer. Okay. Woo-hoo! 
Hmm. I look, I'm like, when this lady sit there and told us her story, I look, I'm like, you know what? That's what I need to start doing. Right. And it's not even just what blessing the house, but if you're on the phone talking to somebody who's just fucking negative and they ways, everything, child, pray. Mm-hmm. Pray for them and pray to yourself, whatever. Yeah. And that's going to weed out, like I said, it's going to weed up them negative people, mm-hmm. you know. And another thing, too, is that these people, some people who be negative, mm-hmm. they like to have this pity party when things don't go right in their lives. Okay. It's like, oh, well... Yeah, this happened, you know, with this. And it's like when they want to, especially if they want to do something. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I want to do it, but I don't have the funds for it. So they come with the pity party stuff. It's like, it's that shit after a while gets tiresome. Mm -hmm. Especially when you know a person could sit there and put their all into something Mm -hmm. and they don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. And they just want you to be, oh, woe is you, woe you mm-hmm. no it's like after in the beginning you sit there see you be like okay well maybe i'm you know thinking too much about what they're saying right but after a while when you start seeing it a lot you know here come the pity party mm-hmm. and then when you have something good that you want to do it comes with the oh you so you want to do that you wow. know like mm-hmm. Yeah. How you get mad? Cause I feel like I want to do something. And I want to accomplish it, you mm-hmm. know. Because you sit there doing something, things not going right with you. Which sometimes I feel like with that person, again, like I say, things don't go right. It's just that when they sit there, see that it's more that they have to, you know, that's to be expected. Mm-hmm. They don't want to do the extra, right? They don't want to go the extra long haul. Yeah, to they don't want to the extra so money back yeah. down. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I just, I feel like, I definitely feel like you need to pray. Just like that lady told you in Revival, pray, pray on them, pray for them, Mm -hmm. everything, every, pray, pray, because you don't need that type of energy around Mm -hmm. you. You most definitely don't. Because then that shit, that is, it'll drain you, it'll sit there and make you feel like, ugh, you know. And basically, and basically, what it makes what it what, what happens is is it's negative energy that's thrown up on you, and it make you start doubting yourself. Yeah. It make you start having fears about what you want to mm-hmm. do or what you're setting out to do, you know. And you don't need that type of energy around. Mm-hmm. You. I mean, I don't care what one of my friends have going on if there is something that they want to do. Even if it pertains to treating yourself with something, I'm not going to be like, because I know we all struggle. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, well, so you want to do that when you know you got this going on? Bitch, go treat yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, you don't know, maybe it's been fucking years since you treated yourself and you see something you want. Yeah, you might sit there and, oh, um, for your car insurance or whatever. Mm-hmm. They, you know, you might be on on that or whatever. But you know, like, okay, well, fuck, this this dress I really want. Mm-hmm. But I know I got to pay this, you know. I'd be like, look, bitch, fuck. It's either you going to get it or, hey, you want me? I'll treat How about I treat you, mm-hmm. you know? Right. I got you for it. Right. You know, I mean, it's days like that. I mm-hmm. mean, I have. I've been like that myself when I be wanting to go buy me some stuff. And I'm like, no, I can't do it because this will happen. And it got to the point that I was afraid mm-hmm. to treat myself. Because I'm scared that if I buy this, 
There's something gonna come along where I'm gonna need that money that I, you know, I right. went and bought that dress. Right. Like that started, you know, I started to fucking be like that. Mm-hmm. But I had to break the cycle yeah. and break out of it. Like, no, don't feel bad if you went and bought something, you know. Right. It won't hurt. No, you and see. don't let nobody make you feel bad about mm-hmm. it either. I mean, of course it's priority over everything, but at the same time in token, you do those things. Um, at your discretion Mm -hmm. you know if you feel like okay in your heart or in your mind that hey you know I may have something that's due you know but I want to treat myself to this and I I believe that okay hey for example I can make the money back you know so that I can pay what I need to pay you do that shit do that at your discretion you know them steaks plates be looking good (laughs) my steaks and potatoes and stuff and my voodoo rolls and I be like no girl because this it's gonna happen, but mm-hmm. whoo, girl, you yeah. just don't know. My mama once <laughs> told me a story, and it, it, it's it's something. It's a horse of a different color, like my grandmother used to say. Mm-hmm. But it's kind it kind of pertains to it when they say that girl, when you dead and gone or something wrong with you, then people gonna go on with their lives yep. and do what they want to do. So I mean, you might as well do what you want to do for you or what you have to do for you, and live it up, live your life to the fullest. Right? You know. So, yep. Ooh, Excuse me, y'all. I'm getting a cofflubber here. This yeah, hardwood. I'm surely getting old, girl. Yes, eyes getting old. <laughs> but what else? Oh, about the Cardi B and Meg The Stallion song. Mm-hmm. Like we were saying yesterday. Mm-hmm. I like to say I like the song. Right. And you know, I be looking for the explicit lyrics with Cardi B. Mm-hmm. You know. Coming from her first song to now, I'm like, okay, well, this is Cardi B. Right. You know, and it just kills me how when the song first came out, everybody like, oh, well, I don't like the song. Are they wrong for saying that because they got children looking up to her? First of all, why is your child looking up to Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion? You supposed to be your fucking children role model and have somebody, you know, like, that that shit like right there just had me lost. Mm-hmm. List seeing everybody sitting there and you know making comments like that. I'm looking like you right. serious, like child. You should have been your own damn child, fucking role model. Well, let me you know. Say, and well, then I'm sorry to interrupt. Well, let me say this: kids looked up to Luke Skywalker. Kids look up to um uh, Lil Wayne, Drake. I mean, not that I don't like any of these artists, but what I'm saying is, is I mean, kids look look up to these artists, and you know they have explicit songs, right? You know, so I mean, what makes this so different? Does it make it different because they're women? I mean, exactly. Because I mean, from the get go, men been sitting there talking about. A lot of stuff with sex dealing yeah, and stuff, you know, okay. And, and all this other, you know, jazz, yeah. And like that just don't sit right with me. And then another thing people need to understand too, these are entertainers. So they supposed to sit there and entertain mm-hmm. us, you know. Like we get that mixed up with entertainment. Entertainment is supposed to be entertaining. Right. So I got entertained when I seen that video. Exactly. You know, no, no, I mean, first, and then you have to see too, they are selling. This is their job. Right. Their job is to sit there and sell this song and you to took make the words, money. Yeah, you took the words out of my mouth. And they though. sold that fucking song because all y'all was commenting and talking about it. Right. So they did what the fuck they were supposed to do. Right, which bring me to, uh, you know, to what I was going to say, you know. I mean, although it's not, you know, cool and I don't feel like it, that should be 
just it when it comes down to songs. But really and truly, sex sells, mm-hmm. and that's 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 just Been the way of the world. They want right. That's just the way of the world. It is what it is. You know. Okay. I mean, you can just choose not to, um, not you know, to let your kids listen to it. You not to listen, not to let your kids. Listen. And then that's the thing. Why is your child even put listening parental to that? supervision on all of their devices? You know, whatever. You know, so right. And they said that you know a lot of people. Well, you can't sit there and be around your children twenty four seven. Let me tell you something. I got six kids, and if I sit there tell them, I wish you would listen to this, and I'ma find out if you was listening to this song. Guess what? I bet you they don't listen to it. Hmm. I mean, my mama did that to me. I mean, I be dead girl. I be scared that you know what if I do this, my mama gonna find out, girl. Mm-hmm. I be so scared. I'm gonna till this day. She could tell me, hey, you better not go do this. I'm like, man, I'm going to go do it anyway. And then I'll be thinking about, like, no way. I'm, I'm going to get caught. Uh-huh. I'm going to get caught. scared. She's going to call me. So did I tell you not to do that? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. It's yes. like if Ma- you, you, have to, you really have to instill it in your part. children so they can know yeah. to respect you. So when they leave out and go out, you have that trust. You know, oh, well, I trust my children. You know. Yeah, because let me tell you something. It's up to your child or your children to go against that trust that you all have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just mm-hmm. like, you know, when I was going to high school, my mom trusts me. And I never really did anything to make her feel like, okay, hey, I don't trust you anymore. Mm-hmm. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can't do that. Not only that, I my, um, my boyfriend during the time in high school, he was my high school sweetheart. And she tr- I feel like she trusted him more than she trusted me. High school sweetheart? Girl? Yeah. I'm like, she, I'm like, damn, she letting him take me here. Yeah, Everybody had high school sweethearts, but me, I had high school sweethearts books. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, I had the books, but I mean, hey, you know, I'm like, she trusts him a little bit more. And I used to say sometimes just being smart, you know, knowing that I wasn't getting into too much. And she trusts him if she only knew. <laughs> knowing that I probably was the bad one that was, you know, initiating mm-hmm. things. But, you know, I used to just say that wanting to be smart. Mm-hmm. But like I say, you know, I never did anything, you know, to devour my mom's, you know, trust or anything right. like that, you know. Because I knew my mama is going to some some kind of way, in some t- type of way, form or fashion, she was going to find out if something happened. Because a mother knows. For the mm-hmm. most part, a mother mama knows. knows. baby. Mama knows. Mm-hmm. Oh, blue mama knows. Hmm. All right, y'all. So, that does it for this episode. And we want you to chime in if you have any questions on our topics. Sit there and go to anchor.fm slash let's keep it underscore real. And hit the message button and you can be featured on the podcast. Until then, next time. I don't know when, but deuces. Deuces. Peace (laughs) out, y'all.